Hey boss women, I'm your host Lindsay Lawless and you're listening to the Women of Wealth podcast, where we blend the woo with strategy so you can create a confident, powerful, and secure relationship with your cash flow. I am on a mission to educate and empower women around their finances so we can create more women millionaires. More women in positions of power means more wealth into the hands of women, empowering them to build a legacy for themselves and their families, all while increasing the frequency of the planet. Like, come on. And this starts with healing our relationship with money so that we can bridge the masculine and the feminine and bring the soul back into money. So if you are looking for a space to learn about creating additional streams of income, organizing your finances, stepping into abundance, and getting your money working for you, then you're in the right place. Let's do this. So today I am here with my dear friend, my soul sister, and hey, wealthy women. So I am here with my dear friend and soul sister, Randy Lee, and I cannot wait to have you guys hear all about what she's going to share. We have a lot of really good stuff in store for you guys today. So Randy, I'll go ahead and turn it over to you so that you can kind of tell everyone a little bit about you and who you help and what you're here in the world. Well, thank you so much, Lindsay, and aloha to all the beautiful souls who are listening to this podcast. It is my deepest joy today to be here with you and sharing my story, sharing my wisdom about human design. So a little bit about myself. I am a soulful business coach and I host my own podcast, The Uplifting Podcast. And I help soul-driven entrepreneurs uncover their naked truth. I believe our naked truth is found when we uncover and take off all of the layers of conditioning and limiting beliefs around who we should be and start showing up as our authentic self and step into our true power. So I do that through using human design, embodiment practices, and also incorporating the gene keys. Ooh, I love that so much. I'm excited to learn more about the gene keys that you mentioned. We'll get into that a little bit, I'm sure, in this discussion. Um, but something that I've been uh, really getting into a lot more last year, um, probably maybe in the last six to eight months, is the human design piece and utilizing human design to get more clarity on how to really step fully into my divine feminine. Because just you know, a little bit about my background and my story and kind of how I've gotten where I am today is I've typically been a very kind of masculine, energetically dominated person. I very much like led with my masculine energy and I've kind of relied on the strategy and the plan to be able to figure everything out. And over the last few years, especially as I quit my job in corporate and started to build my own business and coach other entrepreneurs and coach women around their finances has been a process of not only, you know, learning an entirely new way of being, but ultimately unlearning so much of the patriarchal or the masculine paradigms that were conditioned into me, both, you know, as women that are conditioned to all of us, but especially in the corporate paradigm. So I'm really excited to hear more about your experience uh, with human design and the work that you do with your clients. And if you are comfortable, I'd love to have you, for those people who are listening who maybe are not as familiar with human design, just kind of give us an overview of human design and what that looks like so that they have a bit of context so that they can understand how to start to go deeper within this for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And I can totally relate to that, Lindsay. I, for most of my life, was really stuck in my masculine energy 
of doing, forcing, pushing, you know, focusing on the details. And it wasn't until I discovered human design that I really gave myself permission to lean more into the feminine and to, and to find that beautiful balance of incorporating both of these energies. So I discovered human design back in 2019 when I was really at a low in my business. I was working as a business coach. I had transitioned from when I first started my business, I was a self-love coach. And I really felt like at that time I was in alignment. And when I transitioned to becoming a business coach, it happened organically by my clients who had been working with me around self-love. When they learned to fully accept themselves, love themselves as they were, they felt this deep pull within them to start making an impact. And so they wanted to start making, they wanted to start creating their own businesses. So they started asking me, how do I start my business? What did you do? So I transitioned to be a business coach. I found that I really loved helping these women find their purpose and bring that out into the world. But when I transitioned to being a business coach, I fell under this trap that has been a theme over the course of my life. And it's one of the shadows of having an open G center, which is one of the centers in the human design system. And I'll go over the whole human design system in a minute, but I just want to kind of give you some background of what led me to this. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. So basically my whole life, I've been searching for who I am and feeling like there was something wrong with me, something I needed to change in order to fit in, in order to be accepted. So, you know, in high school, it was like, okay, if I get into, get on the cheerleading squad, then I'm going to finally have this sense of identity and I'm going to know who I am and I'll be accepted and loved by those around me. And in college, it was like, if I get into this relationship, if I get married, then I'll be accepted. Then I'll finally have an identity. And then when that didn't happen, it was like, oh my God, who am I? So when I fell into business coaching, it was the same thing of like, okay, who am I now? And so I looked outside of myself and saw all these other business coaches and basically tried to become them. I was creating programs like I saw everybody else doing, my messaging, how I was showing up, my branding, everything was like all the other business coaches I saw online. And I got to this low point in 2019 where I was just so lost. And that's exactly when human design found me. And when I discovered human design, I was turned off in the beginning because I pulled up my chart and I was like, what is this? None of this makes any sense. So I let it go. I just ignored it. And it kept on coming up. I heard about it on podcasts. It kept on showing up on social media. And then I had friends asking me, oh, have you heard about human design? And I'm like, oh my God this thing is not gonna leave me alone. So I basically from then on just like dove head first in down the human design rabbit hole and bought all the books, took all the courses. Right now I'm in the process of getting my human design certification. And I just, as, as soon as I was learning everything, I started incorporating it into my life and started actually helping my clients using this wisdom that I found from the human design system. So human design basically is a combination of a bunch of different systems like astrology, 
the I Ching, the chakra system, the tree of life, biomechanics, quantum physics. It combines all of these different systems to give you, I believe, what is the most true and authentic blueprint of who you are at an energetic level. It lets you know who you're here to be, how you're here to how you're here to be, you know, the work you're here to do, how you're here to do it, what your unique strengths are, what some of your challenges might be. It also gives you a roadmap to where some of the conditioning and limiting beliefs might be coming up. So it's allowed me to really work through things at a much rapid, much more rapid pace because I understand where the root of these, of this conditioning is coming from. And that's what has allowed me over the last 18 months to really step into my power, to discover my authentic self again. I mean, I went through a huge rebranding last year and it was really kind of like the coming out of like, this is who I am as a business owner. And it was like owning that I do things in a different way than most business owners, than most business coaches. Yeah, and honestly, I think that that's so beautiful. And I also, I wanted to just take a moment to just acknowledge your self-awareness and to acknowledge your very unique perspective. There's so much coming up and there's so much happening and you're experiencing so many things throughout the course of your journey that I think so many of us can relate to from, you know, performing or pleasing or trying to constantly play that if-then game. If I can just get this thing, then I'll be able to do this. If I can just get through this time, then I'll start to prioritize my dreams. If I can just get this one bill out of the way, then maybe I'll make that next investment in myself. And I think that like so many of us get caught up in that if then game. And the fact that you were able to acknowledge that that's what was happening and go on a journey to get more deeply connected to your own truth is something that's so, so, so incredibly powerful and so transform transformational. And I'm just honestly, I'm honored to know you and to be in this space with you. Um, but I'm su super, super grateful that you were willing to say yes, because all of us have opportunities and all of us have these, you know, subtle nudges or signs from the universe or opportunities to go within. Um, but it takes a lot of courage to say yes to that and to stay committed to that even when it gets hard. So I really want to take a moment to acknowledge you before we go a little bit deeper into human design, because I just think that that's so powerful and it's such a testament to your personal strength and to your willpower and to your resilience and ultimately to your courage. And I am so grateful for that yes that you said, because I know that so many women and so many business owners have been helped on the other side, because like you said, the way that you do things and the way that you position your branding and the way that you work with clients is so unique. It's honestly not like anything else that I've seen. And I really, really just want to take a moment to just fully acknowledge you for everything that you've gone through and everything that you're building, because it's so impactful for so many people's lives. So many other people's yeses are able to be on the other side of that one yes from you. Oh, thank you so much, Lindsay. And it really goes into my human design. Like I'm really just designed to be this way, which is crazy because I always felt this pull that like, I kind of was different than a lot of people in that way. You know, I have this channel in my human design chart that's called the channel of transformation. And I'm literally transforming all of the time. And my profile is a six, two, which the six line in human design represents the line of the role model. So I'm really here to like be that role model and to share with the world these lessons that I'm going through. And so once I learned that and really gave myself permission to lean into that fully, 
that's when I started really making a big impact. And, you know, I just want to thank you so much for reflecting that because I think that's the power that happens when we lean into our human design, when we let go of the conditioning and who we think we should be and just really accept our true gifts and know that who we are right now is absolutely enough. That's beautiful. I love that. That's something too, that I've been kind of mirroring both to myself and in my relationships, but ultimately, you know, with my clients as well and some calls is what would it look like? especially as, you know, everyone's been going through the collective trauma of the, the year and the holidays and just really, you know, what we've been seeing as a collective energetically. But what would it look like if we didn't need to fix it? What would it look like if it was perfect just as it was? What would it look like if that situation was perfect just as it was? What would it look like if that person or that relationship or that difficult client or that, you know, family member that you always have those run-ins with, what would it look like if we didn't need to change them or didn't need to fix them? What would it look like if they were perfect just as they are? And I really, I think that you spoke to that so beautifully. And I just really wanted to kind of hone in on that because I think it's so easy for us to get in the space of like, what can I do? What can I change? What can I fix? Um, And it's all about do, do, do. But again, a lot of that, yes, we need to take action. Yes, we need to be grounded in that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that we should just like float on the astrals all the time. Although, you know, that sounds fun too. Um, <laughs> but essentially like we need to be grounded in the ability to take action. But at the same time, like when we're constantly focusing on what we can do, it takes us out of who we can be. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, another question I want you to ask yourself is what if I already have all of the answers? What if, what if I have everything already inside of me? And that's really like the turning point for me in my life is when I discovered that it's always been inside of me, this true self who I discovered I was has always been here. I've always known this. It's just giving myself really the permission to lean into that, like accept that fully and know that it's enough, that I don't have to be anything else other than me. Absolutely. And the fact that a tool, I mean, an incredible tool, don't get me wrong. And I I love so much that you shared already about human design around how it really does give you such an indicator of some of that core conditioning and some of those patterns in a way that a lot of other um, things like astrology and numerology and other things might not necessarily uh, touch on. But I think that the fact that it gives you such clear insight in kind of like those, what I like to call breadcrumbs to get you started on that trail of healing. I think that's something that's so powerful um, that kind of sets human design apart. But I also just want to acknowledge that like you, because you were willing to follow that, it's like you used human design as a tool to awaken what you already knew, to bring yourself back to yourself, to bring yourself back home and to really ground in that knowing. And I think that it's, it's such a powerful tool that, you know, if you're listening to this and you haven't dabbled in human design, or if you're hearing this and kind of getting excited and willing to learn more about it, you know, I highly recommend going on that journey. And we're going to definitely, you know, provide some additional resources and, and talk some more about um, some ways that you can get connected to Randy and to start to do some of this work. But I definitely want to encourage you, you know, if, if this episode is speaking to you, if you have come across this, uh, just like Randy spoke to with her experience a few years ago, you know, it kept presenting itself until finally she just couldn't deny the resonance. She couldn't deny the importance anymore. So if this is happening and if you're listening to this episode, it's happening for a reason. And this is coming across your 
social media feed or your podcast recommendations, uh, ultimately for a reason. So I'm glad that you're here. We're super excited to be holding this space for you and to be facilitating this conversation. And I'm excited to, you know, talk to you, Randy, a little bit more about kind of the overview of human design so that if this is, you know, someone who's listening's first time kind of hearing more about this, or maybe if they've had a couple of subtle nudges and that now this is an opportunity for them to go a bit deeper, that they kind of um, can get a feel for what to expect and also have a bit of an understanding because I know that just through my experience, um, the first time I heard about it, I tried to like go on my own journey and like look into all of it on my own. And I felt a little confused and overwhelmed because I didn't have someone kind of just give me that overview of like what to expect and what it looked like and kind of how to read the chart itself. So I'm excited for you to kind of give us that overview so that people, you know, like us who are in those positions who are getting that nudged now can be able to have a bit of an understanding so that when they get into it, they it maybe it's a little more clear and cohesive rather than uh kind of turning them off or making them feel like they have to you know be an expert in it to be able to utilize it effectively yeah absolutely so if you want to learn more about your human design like if you don't know what your human design is you can just google free human design chart and a bunch of different websites will pop up i'm sure we can link one in the show notes too lindsay yeah absolutely it'll take you to get your human design chart. And all you need to know is your date of birth, the time of birth, make sure you put in the correct time. I know that that was an issue, Lindsay, like when you had your chart pulled up the first time, I think they put in like the wrong format because they typically use, if you don't see where you can mark AM or PM, they're using military time. So you need to put in the correct time. Otherwise that can drastically change your chart. So I think Lindsay, like one time you pulled up your chart and it said you were a projector and then you were a generator. And so it's really important that you know the time as close as possible. If it's off by like an hour or something like that, it's not going to make a big difference, but if it's off by a different, you know, if you were born in the morning, but you were really born in the evening, that's going to make a huge difference. Totally. So that's all you're spot yeah. on right I like I gaslit myself about that for weeks because I'd like done all this research thinking that I was a certain way and then someone else told me something different later which confused me because of that time difference and then I was like everything that I knew was wrong what was I doing and then it winds up like I had it I had it correct from the beginning <laughs> the entire time so it's like just like emphasizing your point on like really making sure that you get that time right and also like if you're speaking to other people about this that's like why it's so important to ensure when you're doing this work that you're kind of like checking your resources and making sure that you're doing this with a qualified person like don't get me wrong I'm all about like hanging out with your friends and like diving deeper into some of this stuff and like pulling up all your human design charts but at the same time like that's a benefit if you're really ready to go deeper of really investing in yourself and really getting support from a professional like Randy because she can really guide you through the process so that you're not you know misinterpreting or maybe making some of those smaller tweaks or mistakes that can have you know such catastrophic or monumental impact in your understanding and really getting that foundational understanding and when you're ready to go deeper really making that investment to work with a coach or to find a program that's going to really guide you on that process can be so impactful because this really does illuminate so many different areas of your life and it will bring insight and wisdom and downloads and profound opportunities for growth and healing 
everywhere that you can think of. Like we're going to go into a bit, some of these areas now, but whether it's relationships or money or business, like if you're looking for answers, if you are a seeker, kind of as Randy had put it before, I definitely identify with that myself. Um, then a lot of those, again, breadcrumbs that I mentioned before can be found by looking at your human design chart. Absolutely. And that's why it's just so important to get the correct time because otherwise you're going to be getting this advice and learning about something that actually is not applicable to you. So go download your human design chart now. If you're listening to this, press pause, go download it. And then once you have your chart, what the first few things you want to look at, because it can be really overwhelming. There's so many different elements of human design that it can feel very overwhelming. It can feel like, oh my God, I'm never going to understand all of this. I need to figure it all out before I can start utilizing it. That is not true. The, the Really the foundation of understanding your human design comes from understanding your human design type and then understanding your inner authority. So in the human design system, there are five different energetic types. We have manifestors, which make up 9% of the population. We have generators, which make up about 35% of the population. We have a really cool type that's like a combination of manifestors and generators. They're known as manifesting generators. Those make up 35% of the population. We have projectors, which make up about 20% of the population. And then reflectors, which are only 1% of the population. They're like the unicorns of the human design system. So knowing your type, you will learn about your strategy, which is how you're here to interact with the world. We all have an aura that extends outside of our, our physical body. And so our aura really dictates how we interact with other people. And so understanding your strategy allows you to interact with the world, with other people in a way that is of the highest good for both you and the collective. So we can go over the strategies really quick. So if you're a manifester, manifestors, they are here, they're the only energetic type that's here to initiate. And remember, I said they're only 9% of the population. So only 9% of the population is actually here to initiate. They are that's the kind too. Yeah, it's like, what? Like, I, I thought I would, I've always been told I need to be like taking action and like be, you know, initiating. No, 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 no. Unless you are a manifester, you are not designed to initiate. I had so much resistance to that when I unpacked my human design for the first time. I'm like, what do you mean I have to wait for the invitation? <laughs> You're like, no, I, no, that's not me. I, it can't be me. Yeah, <laughs> I totally understand. I had the same thing. I was like, what? But then once I started to understand my design, it, it made total sense. So I am a generator and we'll talk about generators in, in a moment, but manifestors, their strategy, because they're here to be the cutting edge of the collective. They are what I like to call the courageous, like they're the courageous souls who step out into the unknown. So they see this like larger picture for like where the collective is heading and they help guide us in that direction by initiating, by taking action. So manifestors do not have a defined sacral center. And our sacral center is the center for work life force energy. So because of that, they don't have 
sustainable energy to work like a generator or a manifesting generator. So manifestors are really just here to get things started and then move on to the next thing. So that's manifestors. So they need to be, and their strategy is to be initiating and informing. Them using their voice, informing other people around them of their decisions, of what they're doing, of what, how they need to be supported. This is not asking for permission. I know that, that this can be a huge wound for manifestors is feeling like in the past, they've had to ask for permission and they've been told no, they feel like they've been tried to be controlled because the truth is the rest of uh, our, the energetic types, we do try to control manifestors because manifestors do things their own way. And to the rest of us, we're like, uh, I don't really understand. They have a very closed and repelling aura, manifestors do. And so unless they inform, we feel like we have to try to change and control them. But when they inform us, it's like, ah, oh, okay, I get it. I see what you're doing. And again, it's not you asking for permission. It's just letting people know, this is what I've decided to do. This is how I need to be supported. And that really, what that does is it clears the resistance that you can face if you don't inform people. So informing can be really challenging for manifestors because it's not a strategy that actually comes naturally to you. It's a strategy that is imposed on you because of the other energetic types and how you have to interact with them to really clear the resistance. The other four energetic types are strategy comes a lot more naturally. So the next energetic type is generators. I'm a generator and generators have a defined sacral center. So that means that we have consistent access to that work-life force energy. So we're here to be action takers, to be the building portion of the collective, to be creating, to be doing things that really light us up and turn us on. Because that sacral center, it's this big battery, but the battery is recharged by you actually doing work that you love, that fulfills you, that lights you up. Not just working, not just doing for doing sake. So because we're here to be the action portion of the collective, our strategy is to wait to respond. So what that means is that what we take action on, what we're creating, what we're building, we need to be responding to something outside of us. So what actually is ready to be brought into creation? Because if you just try to initiate and take action, you have this like idea and you're like, oh my God, it's such a great idea. Probably is a great idea. And you go and you try to initiate, you push this course out. Let's say I've done this before. You have this great idea for a course, you push it out and no one signs up. It likely isn't because it was a bad idea. It just wasn't the right time. It, you weren't responding. You were trying to initiate. So responding can like look like you, I mean, we're responding to things all, all the time. You wake up in the morning, you are responding to like your alarm clock going off or the sun coming up, right? You're responding to that. And then you're like, okay, that time of day tells you, okay, this is what I need to respond to. I need to go and do this. So we're always responding to things outside of ourselves. So it's really to make sure that you're responding and not initiating 
that's going to clear that path of least resistance. Then we have manifesting generators who are a generator type. They also have a defined sacral, but they're here to kind of do things at a more rapid pace. They're here to find shortcuts to mastery. They skip steps. They are multi-passionate. They do lots of different things at once. And just like generators, they need to wait to respond as well. But then the second part of their strategy would be then after they wait to respond, they need to be informing just like manifestors. Then we have projectors and projectors like manifestors do not have a defined sacral center. And projectors are here to guide creation. They have a bird's eye view and can see people really deeply. So that's why they're here to guide other people. And because they don't have that defined sacral center, they do, they're more prone to burnout. They're not going to work a typical nine to five job. So projectors, their strategy is to wait to inform or wait, sorry, wait for the invitation. All these I words, wait for the invitation. So what that looks like is it's actually like you being recognized that you are somebody that can help guide someone, that you're somebody that has the answers. So in order for you to actually be able to guide other people, to like see them deeply and for them to receive your wisdom, you need to wait for the invitation. You need to wait for that energetic opening for people to receive what you have to offer. So people need to see you and recognize you as the expert. And in order for other people to do that, you need to see yourself that way first. Then we have reflectors and reflectors make up only 1% of the population and they have none of their nine energetic centers defined, which means they are literally reflecting energy, reflecting and amplifying energy in all nine of their energetic centers. So the energy that they experience on a day-to-day -day basis is going to be very inconsistent. So their strategy is to wait 28 days. And so what this means is that they need to actually be waiting to make decisions, to move forward with things after they've experienced it under a lot of different energies so that they can understand what their truth is. Because if they just try to like do something right away, it's likely not gonna be something that's in alignment because they're reflecting and they're amplifying that energy from those around them. So the environment that they're in is going to be really important. Reflectors are really here to be an early warning system. Like they thrive being the center of a community because if they're thriving, the community is thriving. They're really a reflection of that. So understanding your type, you understand your strategy, you understand your non-self theme, which is basically like the red flag that you're out of alignment. So for manifestors, that's anger. For generators, that's frustration. For manigens, that's gonna be anger and frustration. For projectors, it's bitterness. And for reflectors, it's disappointment. So when you're experiencing that, it's an indicator that there's something that's out of alignment, something that needs to shift. Because the way that you're actually designed to feel is expressed in your signature. So for manifestors, your signature is peace. This feeling of you have 
the freedom to do what you desire to do and do it in your own way. You're not trying to be controlled. You have this sense of peace. Generators, Manny Gens, this is gonna be the feeling of satisfaction of like the work that you're doing is lighting you up, it's satisfying you, it's turning you on. Projectors, it's success, feeling like the wisdom, the guidance that you are sharing is being received, that you're being seen and recognized for the authority that you are. And for reflectors, it's going to be surprise, seeing that things turn out better than you've anticipated. So understanding your type is huge because you can see how you're here to interact with the world and get those indicators if you're out of alignment. And then you wanna learn about your inner authority. And this is how we make aligned decisions. So when you understand those two things, it's really powerful because that's the foundation of the human design system is following your strategy and your authority. And if you're not doing those two things, the rest of the stuff in the human design system really won't, it won't be able to work the way that it's intended because the foundation isn't there. I know that was a lot. <laughs> no, that was so powerful. I was like, man, <laughs> I, even though I'm familiar with a lot of what you shared, like I was getting so many downloads and nudges and like gentle reminders from the universe to just revisit some of these points. So no, I love, love, love everything that you got into. And I have so many, so many questions and so many things that I would love to dive into deeper. Um, but I do want to, you know, be mindful of time and be, be respecting of all of the, you know, amazing wisdom and encouragement and insight that you've already shared with us about human design. Um, I would love to ask a little bit around, um, if we have time, to get some clarity on when it relates to money and manifestation. Is there a specific, I know that we get into some of the nuances of like lines and gates, but as it relates to the different types, are there maybe different approaches or different meanings that kind of like wealth is teaching you something or wealth is showing you something as it relates to these individual types? Well, really when we are following our strategy and our authority, wealth is something that's going to be a byproduct of that. But one thing that you can look at that has been really helpful for me is understanding your manifestation style. So if you look at your human design chart, there are four arrows at the top. The bottom arrow on the right side relates to your manifestation style. So if the arrow is facing left, then you are what's called an active or specific manifester. So getting really clear on the details of what it is that you desire is gonna be really powerful for you. You know, writing down the specifics of like, if it's a course you're creating, like who exactly you want in the program, you know, exactly how much money you wanna make, like getting really clear on all of the details is going to really help you connect with that vibration and will amplify your manifestation power. If you have the arrow facing the right, you have a passive manifestation style and that's what I have. And this means that you need to connect more to the feeling and less to the details. So what does it feel like to 
be in your dream home? What does it feel like to be attracting the clients that you desire? What does it feel like to be in that state of abundance? Like getting into that feeling is going to be way more powerful for you than getting into all of the details and all of the specifics. And so when I understood that, that was a game changer because most manifestation programs, resources always talk about the active, more specific type of manifestation of getting into the details. And that just never resonated with me. And so once I was like, oh, wow, I just need to get into the feeling like that just always resonated so much more for me. So like for this year, I'm not setting specific income goals. I'm rather I'm getting into the feeling of what it feels like to be supported financially you know, what I want to do with the money, right? Like how that's going to feel to be able to support my, my team more, to like bring more people onto my team. What's that going to feel like to be able to donate to these different causes? Like getting into that feeling lights me up and turns me on way more than getting into the details about specifically how much money I want to make month to month. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Not enough yeses for me to just affirm everything that you just spoke to. It's like, that's something that I work with around my clients so much too, is that like, ultimately like money is just a number. Wealth is something that's so much greater than that. And it's so much deeper than that. And yes, it might manifest as, you know, dollars in your bank account, uh, but it also manifests in a lot of other ways. Like, what are you actually going to do with that money? Are you going to take more time off so that you can be present with your family? Are you going to take your um, take your family on a vacation when they haven't been on a vacation in however long. Are you going to retire your partner early? Maybe you're going to retire your parents like because you want to pay it forward because your parents came from another country and made so many sacrifices for you. Like there's so many different things that money means to each of us and being able to really get in tune with what those values are and why it matters to you and what you're actually able to do with those resources is so much more powerful than just like setting some random goal and like trying to reach it because we're not actually connected to the feeling, but getting insight from you around like the different styles of whether the arrows to the left or to the right and really understanding like, do you need to worry about the details and start to think about the desires or do you need to really get into the feeling? I think is such a powerful tool and it's so simple yet so incredibly effective. So I just want to thank you for sharing that. And I'd love to just hear from you quickly if you have any last thoughts or burning desires of anything that you'd like to share. Yeah, just really quickly, you know, related to the arrows and how we were talking about masculine versus feminine energy. So any of the arrows that you see, they all mean different things and relate to different parts of like our environment, uh, our learning styles, think our motivation style, stuff like that. But the left facing arrows are going to be a more masculine energy. It's going to be more in the details, like more specific versus the right facing arrows are going to be more feminine energy. It's going to be more about the flow, more about feeling. And so looking at that, you can kind of see like, do you naturally have more masculine versus feminine energy? Because I think also a lot of times we get this, like the way we talk about masculine versus feminine energy, it's almost like, oh, being more feminine is better. Or being more masculine is better. Like there's, there's no good or bad, right or wrong. Sure. It's all about what you're doing. When it comes to exactly. And, it, and it's ex specifically, like when we're talking about the human design system, that's really what I want you to remember as well, is that there is nothing good or bad, better or worse. 
it's not better to be a manifester or it's not better to be a generator or it's not better to have you know more left facing arrows or right facing arrows or, like none of that is actually true your design is perfectly designed for you and what you're here to do in this lifetime Oh, that's so powerful. Thank you so much for speaking to that. That's something that's been on my heart too. And like really, you know, leaning more into this balance piece. It's not, it's whenever we are operating in the masculine paradigm and then we pendulum swing into the feminine paradigm, that's not necessarily any better than being predominantly masculine. I know there's been a lot of language around like the future is female and exactly. I myself have been leaning more towards the future is feminine because ultimately like a purely female paradigm is, has its own pros and cons, just like a purely masculine paradigm. And it's really a matter of exactly. knowing your strengths and knowing your weaknesses and being able to find that healthy balance to truly integrate who you are to be in your fullest expression. So I'm so glad that you spoke to that. Um, before we hop off, I'd love for you to share quickly where people can find you and how they can connect with you. Absolutely. So I know I just like shot off like a fire hose of information about human design and there's still so much that i want to share with you so if you go to my website at www.randylee.net i know you'll put that in the show notes as well lindsay but if you go to my website you can find you can actually opt into my free human design course it's a three-part training course where you'll learn about all of the different energetic types. You'll learn about your inner authority, which we couldn't go over all of the inner authority. Uh, there's seven, seven different types of inner authority that you can have. So if you go and download that course, you will get such a deep understanding of human design and be able to create that foundation for yourself and start integrating your strategy and your authority in your life to bring more bliss, flow, and abundance, which I think we all are calling in this year. So go to my website, download that course. You can also learn other ways to work with me, follow me on social media. You can connect with me on my podcast, listen there, all the things I am obsessed with talking about human design. So get on my email list. I send a weekly human design forecast. And yeah, I look forward to connecting with you. And thank you so much, Lindsay, for having me. Yeah, thank you so much, Randy, for being on here. And seriously, go check it out. She has an incredible series of emails that go out that are like so educational. I'm like, I'm always like biting at the bit, like waiting for the next one to come out because it's always like just so insightful. And it, it always comes at human design from a perspective or from an angle that I haven't heard spoken to before. So definitely recommend, you know, checking out the course, definitely recommend getting on the email list as well, because there's so many valuable emails that Randy sends out. And I just like, love, love, love your style and your communication and your branding and just like being in your space. So thank you so much for tuning for tuning in and Randy thank you so much for joining us you shared so much valuable insight and wisdom that I'm going to be like I'm going to be playing back this episode and just like re-listening to get just even more out of it so thank you so much for everything that you shared Ah, uh, thank you so much Lindsay it's really been my pleasure being here and thank you to everyone who's been listening it's really been my deepest joy to share this magic that is human design with you all because it's transformed my entire life Absolutely. Thank you so much, Randy. And if you guys are interested in learning more about any of this, we have all of this information in the show notes below. So definitely go check those links out and that stuff's waiting for you there. Thanks. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this episode resonated with you, please share it on social media or send it to a friend you think would love it too. Want to hear more episodes? Subscribe so that you'll be the first to know when we drop a new episode and also leave a five-star review on iTunes. 
Your support means the world to us. Let us know how the podcast is impacting you so we can empower more women through the Women of Wealth podcast. For more info on me, you can visit lawlessbalance.com resources. Got some free cool stuff for you in there too. Or come hang out with me on Instagram at lawlessbalance. See you there.